the smallest things can trigger us sometimes. If you often find yourself asking, why did I react like that? Or why did that affect me so much? Or simply stating something like, wow, that hit a nerve. Then you're in the right place. Join Candace Fraser and Natalie Collar for a fortnightly chat discussing life's different triggers, upbringings, self-reflections and projected opinions, and the art of embracing self-compassion to overcome emotional setbacks. The conversations are candid, real, authentic, and filled with helpful tips. So join us and let's get started. Hello and welcome back everyone to Stop, I've Just Been Triggered, episode 10, I do believe. How are you going, Natalie? I'm well, thank you. And I'm so ready, Candice, to discuss our next triggers topic, which is um, parenting triggers. (laughs) (laughs) This one, yeah, it seemed like a fitting topic after the work-life balance chat last week or last fortnight, sorry. Uh, Totally, totally agree that work-life balance as a parent um, is hard Mm. and it does trigger us. So, you know, I guess if you're tired of always yelling at your kids, sometimes I'm guilty of that. Uh, um, and sometimes feeling calm in one moment, then angry in another. It's. I think this is going to be a good episode to cover all those things. I agree with you. You know, parenting is such a tough gig. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's no guidebooks or rule books or nothing's hard and fast, you know. Um, and you you really get into into it not knowing where it'll take you that's what's so funny about parenting exactly it's the only job where you don't know uh, how you've done until 20 years down the track (laughs) exactly (laughs) yeah and you know it's a different experience for every single parent and Mm. even for each individual child Mm. Mm. yeah that's it's, it's true you know and and so it's important we kind of, we, we know what triggers are by now. Our mm-hmm. audience knows by now what triggers are. Yeah. But how do they get to us um, as parents, you know, mm-hmm. and when parenting? This is, a, this is a really juicy topic, you know. Um, so, like, for instance, let's just say your first reaction after yelling may be to think, oh, if only they would have listened in the first place, you know, or... And then I wouldn't have to yell yep. or, you know, if they just stop hitting one another, I oh. wouldn't have to get so angry. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and there's tons of techniques that may actually help your child act differently. However, if you're having difficulty controlling your own behavior, this is the bigger issue. Great point. Great point. Being a parent means you're going to be triggered from time to time. And instead of focusing on your child's behavior, um, it it takes a lot of emotional maturity to come back and have a look at what's happening with you, with with you in that situation. Uh, So let's have, let's have a think. What are some parenting triggers? Um, these things that ignite that negative fire within your belly, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know, Nat, what, what things lead parents to yelling, getting angry and upset? I know I've got a few up my sleeve, but I'll let you go first. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know, most people don't take the time to stop and think about 
what triggered their response. And it's because life's busy and we're on autopilot. It's we're oh. just we're just going through the motions and yeah. and often the reaction is the quickest way to get something to stop. Mm. So uh, so so true. Yeah, you know, so it, it's it's just life's a whirlwind. And so the triggers happen and they happen quickly and easily. Mm. And once they happen once, the trigger happens again. Oh, yeah, and again. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, you know. Yeah, I think you nailed it. Life is a whirlwind. Uh, there's work, there's school, there's all the extracurricular activities. Mm-hmm. Whirlwind mm-hmm. is a perfect way to describe it. But what uh, I often find is when we get angry or frustrated, it's usually masking another emotion of maybe mm-hmm. sadness, fear, worry, hurt even, or disappointment in yourself. Mm-hmm. Showing these feelings makes you feel really vulnerable and anger is sometimes just easier, unfortunately, to display. Yeah, it's it's what I like to refer to as the child response. And it's mm. often why as adults we don't get toddlers because often their first response is to get angry mm. and throw something or throw themselves on the floor. Mm. But, but it's the simplest of emotions to respond with. It is. Uh, you know, so, you know, like you said, parents are busy these days and mm. they don't have time to stop and consider each trigger behind their parenting reaction. Mm. So, you know, I thought just getting back to what you said, what are parenting triggers? I thought we'd list some out, uh, the most common ones. Mm. And, you know, that we think about subconsciously, but we actually really rarely say aloud. <laughs> out loud, that's it, yeah. or even admit to ourselves. We have exactly. an inkling, but we just don't go there. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And we don't have the time to go there. Yes. So, you know, um, these triggers, which may be causing us to get angry with our kids, they're things like, I don't know how to help you. Mm. And I've been guilty of that one. Mm. Um, as soon as you kind of say it out loud you go oh yeah I've done that (laughs) oh absolutely (laughs) or I feel out of control too mm. that's another one like I feel out of control the parent feels out of control Mm. um I can't protect you that's another one ouch Um, yep (laughs) yeah um or I might fail and and I think that's one that in this busyness comes out a lot and I think that's why the reaction of anger happens Mm. is because it's all too much you know, and it's such an important job with such high stakes. We feel absolutely. that fear of failure is huge. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, there's other things like you know, if you're this bad at two, what are you going to be like as a teenager? <laughs> you know what? I listen to people say that, and I just cringe. I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. But it just that one gets under my skin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I can understand that. I I personally haven't had that train of thought, but I have heard of other people having. Yeah. That. It does. Yeah. It does put the, my back, the hairs up on my back. Yeah. <laughs> um. Another one's I'm overwhelmed and tired, stressed, mm. overworked, and underappreciated. Oh, that's a big one. I think parents really feel this, mm. and unfortunately, when your little one or your older one pushes the buttons that you can lash out mm. you know um another mm. thing 
I was just going to say they are really, sorry, really good at pushing the buttons. (laughs) They're very skilled in that regard. (laughs) (laughs) That's like, that's a manual they get in, in, uh, in utero. (laughs) Yes. Um, Another thing that can trigger parents to get angry is, you know, tantrum, tantrums scare me. Mm. Some people are scared of tantrums because there's a sense of loss of control. Yeah. Um, and it escalates really quick and it's embarrassing sometimes for parents. Yeah. Um, you know, if it happens in the supermarket or, you know, at a family friend's house. So there's shame attached to that one, mm. which makes it that quick to anger, you know. Yeah. Um, and look, I'll list the, the, the next few. Your needs are inconvenient for me. That's mm-hmm. another point. Mm-hmm. Um, you're hard making, to admit. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? And things like you're making life hard for me um, because we are doing a lot and we're also, I hate to say this, but we're making our kids do a lot. We feel that yes. they have to do all these extracurricular activities well, what happened to being a kid? Mm. So the pressures of our own expectations and, and work and, and family life and then the, the expectation we put on them, mm. um, that, that can really make life hard, mm. you know. Um, another one that is sad to admit is, is people expect perfection, you know, of their children um, or they expect them to act like a mature adult. And they just don't have the brain capacity for that, mm-hmm. you know, but that's a communication thing and that's a trigger for us. It may have been mm-hmm. something that was placed on us as children, yeah. you know. Um, I'm turning into my parents. <laughs> oh, I hate when I open my mouth and my mum comes out. Yeah, yeah, see, exactly, right. We all know that one. Um, things like you remind me of my ex, you know, people can have triggers related to bad relationships and then their relationships with their children might mimic something and that brings that out in them and they don't know they Mm. are not until you stop and think about it why you got so angry or why you were triggered Mm. you're not to know you know Mm. um so that that's one and then I think one that I hear a lot is I'm a horrible parent and that one carries so much weight and shame, um, you know, so many expectations. It's that one's heartbreaking, if I'm honest. Oh, it, um, it's heartbreaking and it's often not true. Exactly. It's that expectation we put on ourselves. It's yes. Feeling the weight of those judging eyes and comments of other people, and yeah, mm. that is that is a very hard and sad one. Mm. Mm. But it's it's really interesting how just listening to you kind of saying them all out loud that I've either thought that or noticed that response in other parents, mm. Mm. and it it really isn't until you stop and recognize what's happening within Uh you and Uh investigate it Uh that you can start to admit or be open to the idea of admitting to yourself that Uh some of these things are triggering you. Um, So how about we look at ways to process these hidden thoughts, you know, to get them out into the open and start Uh that healing process? Yeah, totally. Um, 
Look, I, I think let's start with the most comprehensive and easiest method. And we've talked a lot about this on our podcast and it's something I know we both do in our sessions with our one-on-one clients. Mm. And that's journaling. Mm. Journaling is such a great way to start the healing process. You know, it, it, you start to keep a running list of situations and your response, um, you know, when you respond with anger or, you know, whatever it may be, and, and mm. also of the possible triggers. So it's a really important thing to do to discover patterns in your life and your mm. relationships and any common themes that keep coming up, you know. Yeah. Like I think journaling would, would definitely be my number one um, go-to and it's really easy to do, you know. Oh, it's something. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. easy. Sorry. So, yeah, so it's easy. True. Yeah. Um, I remember when I started journaling, Oh, many moons ago, um, I just used to keep a journal by my bedside mm. and the practice became at the end of the night for 10 minutes, I'd write. Mm. Yep. And, and that was it. It didn't have to be completely legible and it didn't oh, have no. to be mm. articulate. It just was me summing up the day, you know, my feelings, how situations made me feel, having a bit of a, of a reflection. And it, it's that simple. Mm. I mean, would you agree, Candice? Is that oh, I, I absolutely would. Um, and the only thing I would add is something that I started doing when I started doing some of my deeper work and when I go through phases of really digging into that self-reflection oh. is to keep a little notebook in my handbag. So uh-huh. Uh-huh. when things happen during the day, I can jot them down because sometimes I don't remember. Yeah, I, I go back and think, oh, I got angry, but what was actually happening then? Yeah, like, exactly. Who was I even with? So cat- capturing a little bit of detail in the moment, not mm-hmm. journaling, just mm-hmm. a couple of words to, to prompt your memory later on. But I found that really helpful as well. Mm. Oh, look, or worst, worst case scenario, write yourself a text message. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look, I know it sounds ridiculous, <laughs> but, you know, we've got them on us all the time all the time (laughs) so you know it's just you just want something to reflect back on when you when you do get to that journal and you can sit down and have a good clear think about you know the way you were feeling Mm. and the moment and how it happened and what Mm. triggered it absolutely um I've worked with a couple of people who really just haven't taken to journaling and so what they've tried and has actually worked really really well is just saying it out loud Uh articulating out loud what's going on not necessarily to a person um just talking about your thoughts your feelings um I have had one client who used to record herself and then listen to it back um or others that just say it out loud to have that release so they might say something like um oh um you know i'm worried that if you two keep fighting like that you'll have a really horrible relationship when you're adults and you'll never speak to each other and you know we'll never have holidays or dinners together as a family just it it, it's fantastic isn't it when you reframe when you reframe it like that and you actually verbalize it how it really sinks in and you feel better you feel lighter you know that release isn't it whether it's writing or verbaling it's just that release yeah exactly you know 
And, and that, that's a great point, Candice. You know, the, the, the other one I was going to suggest is just taking time out. Oh, I think yeah. that's really, really important. Um, it, it's Look, it's something that you're told when you're a new mum. You know, they say um, if the baby's crying and it starts getting to you, take time out you know, go sit outside of the room. And, and there's a reason removing yourself from the situation um, acts as a calming technique. Mm. And it, it calms your brain and your body and mm. just gives yourself a little bit of a break to just recoup. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and it's <laughs> hard to do, to give yourself permission yeah. to take that break, but it's, it's so important. It's, it's very hard, you know. And so I just say to people, look, just 10 seconds of deep breathing is, is yes. good enough or a 10-minute walk, a five-minute walk. Um, and, and you know, don't be discouraged if you're already starting, you know, getting upset. You just notice the anger and then make the choice mm. to take the break. Yeah. You know, and I think that's it's so valuable to just take that time out. Like you said, oh, yeah. difficult to admit and difficult mm. sometimes to do, but incredibly valuable. It is what I um actually used to do. I, I I struggled with giving myself permission to take that time out, so I compromised with myself, which is you know not always the best thing to do. Uh-huh. But I would chuck my headphones in, crank uh-huh. some music so that's yep. all I could hear, yep. and just dance around with the kids. Yep. That's and fantastic. <laughs> I felt like I was still there and connected, but I was mentally in a completely different place. But what I actually found is often that really helped the kids. Yeah, yeah, because it breaks the moment. Yeah, it, it, it stops that tension, you know. Mm. And it's it. That's I think that's an awesome suggestion, mm. especially was, with little ones. Yeah. Oh, there's probably an element of them looking at me, going, "What the heck is mom <laughs> doing? Is that a dance? That does not look like a dance." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, look, the, the other thing is, you know, you can work it out is another way. So take time out and then or you could work it out. So yeah. that's focusing on repairing the relationship with the child after the argument. Um, my mum was really good at this, I have to admit. My mum was really good at this, saying sorry after an argument. She'd lose, you know, lose it, but... Mm. It was always something that she was really good at, which was coming back and and making amends, mm. saying sorry, giving a hug, um, or or a gesture of something. You know, some people like to write little notes or whatever it may be. Mm. And even oh. though you were triggered, you know, um, and your child may have played a role in that, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's it's possible to then brainstorm ways you can do things differently together you know or or just explain how you were feeling and maybe ask them how they were feeling Um, I I love this so so much mm -hmm. Nat and what a beautiful gift that your mum was skilled at this Mm. because it's so impactful yeah absolutely it really is and it helps the child take some ownership and responsibility in the situation Ah. at an age-appropriate level. Like the conversation can be at an age-appropriate level yeah, without adding expectation on them, if that makes sense. Absolutely it does, yep. Mm. yep that's exactly right. And, and it teaches them. Yeah. Um, it teaches them it's okay to, you know, admit fault 
Mm. It's okay to want to um, show compassion to someone else. It's okay. Mm. You know what I mean? And Mm. that's that's parenting emotion. Um, You know, we're also worried about doing it by the book, but it's the actual active parenting, like things like that. And I'm a novice at this because I've only got a four-year-old, but, you know, and it's not always easy. But it's it's a, just a lovely way to connect and then also see it from their point of view, you know, because mm. even if a child says to you when they're like three, I, I, I was sad, I mean, it melts your heart. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you, you go, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but it's good for them to connect with their emotions as well and understand maybe at a basic level why mum or dad got angry oh, or yeah. how their behaviour may have you know mm. triggered something you know mm. not triggers in the sense of what we're talking about but the events or the reaction you know absolutely and to just expand on that I think every parent is a novice <laughs> because every I day we wake up with a child that's a new age and we've never yeah. parented a child that's at that age yeah. like yeah. every day is such a learning experience uh, it really is yeah. it really no, it's is. so true true Candace so true um, um oh, I think sorry. Yeah, sorry no that's right did you want to I, I was just going to say the last point I'd say is talk it out and yeah. you know me counseling background mm-hmm. um so I come at it from a practitioner point of view I, I would say if, if you keep getting triggered over and over again and you know that it's something deeper that it's connected to find a professional yeah and definitely yeah and take that step in managing your anger um not only for yourself but definitely for your child Mm. because patterns continue generation to generation yeah yeah so and we do we see it all the time um Mm. a parent with a bad temper and then the child grows up with a bad temper and Mm. you know even alcohol or drug abuse um anxiety depression All of these things can be generational and so difficult to work your way through without support. Oh, exactly. And there's some things that we can't manage on our own Mm. and we can't change on our own. We we do need professional help. Yeah, definitely. Um, And there's no shame in that. I just want to clarify that for everyone that's listening. There's never shame attached to it. It's only the shame of the expectation that people have put on you, that you're Mm. meant to keep it all together. And you're not shame. Meant to. Yeah. You, you know what yeah. I mean? I do absolutely. And the shame of the expectation that you put on yourself. Yeah. You've got yeah. to let that go. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, and and things like um, especially when it comes to triggers of like past relationships, um, like an explosive or dangerous temper. Mm, yeah. Um, you know, like you said, drug or alcohol abuse, um, extreme anxiety depression Mm. these these factors of they are very difficult to change without the proper support like Mm. you said Mm. and and they need I would urge you to see someone if you're in that position Mm. um just even for yourself because you need to know that whatever's brought you to this position Mm. it's not necessarily your doing and Mm. that's why triggers are so powerful yeah you know um and and so like you know with time you become aware of those triggers um, of the situations and then you start to intervene before you act out with anger. Yeah. And that's really what 
the point we want to get to. Absolutely. It, absolutely. And just remembering that when you do become triggered, all is not lost. Mm. It's a beautiful learning opportunity. It's an awareness that you can go, okay, this has just happened. Take a breath and think it through. Mm. Why was I triggered by that situation? And, you know, what can I do differently next time? Because the change is what has to happen mm. to avoid being triggered in the future. And I love that. That's that's what we're all trying. What That's the point we're trying to get to. It's what can I do differently next time? It's yes. not about the moment that you're in necessarily. Yeah. That's been. It's done. It's gone. It's done. Yeah. Exactly. But it's the next times and the next times and it keeps going. And that's like we're talking about those patterns there. So, you know, like I think you said before, parenting is actually about learning. And the more you know, the better choices you can make the mm. next time. That's yeah. that's really what it comes down to. So I think we've skimmed the surface here. Yes. <laughs> We're probably going to have to do another podcast um, on actual triggers from our parents i think that's probably a big one um that that could be a massive one (laughs) that might go across two or three (laughs) episodes but um i I think we're definitely going to have to address that at some point because it's it really does affect us in our day-to-day life and you actually it's highlighted when you become a parent unfortunately it filters into your values and your belief Mm -hmm. systems Mm -hmm. and they shape your entire world not just when you're triggered oh exactly candace so i think we've got a got a big task ahead (laughs) i'm up for it (laughs) excellent well we'd like to thank you all for listening um to the podcast this this week and we'll be back in a fortnight with another installment bye for now